Welcome to Airbnb Hacks. Discussing the best tips and hacks to find and grow your short-term rentals. Here's your host, Yonatan Waxman. Hey everyone, welcome back to the pod. Today we have an amazing, amazing guest that I'm going to introduce named Maya Bob Show. But before I get into that, I'm going to ask everybody to fulfill our gentleman's agreement. All week, we work on researching and bringing amazing guests onto the pod. And Maya might be our best one yet. She is co-founder of Into the Box, which for all our STR hosts out there is going after a very unique angle, delivering container homes at amazing prices in amazing locations for everybody. And to be honest, I've always wanted to build a container home. So I geeked out on this hardcore when I met Maya. So we had to bring her onto the pod. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce Maya. She is an absolute star. I am flattered, Yoni. Thank you so much. Anytime, anytime. And by the way, for the list listeners that are listening, uh, Yoni is short for Yonatan. So a lot of my friends call me that and Maya has become a friend. So she's going to be calling me Yoni throughout the pod. Uh, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Appreciate it. I really enjoyed meeting you, Yoni, at HostCon. I think that was two weeks ago in Houston. But, um, you know, ever since I knew that we would probably somehow be putting our heads together, working together. And now here we are on the podcast. Yeah, welcome. Um, I'm really excited we hit it off and that you joined. Uh, why don't you tell everybody where where you are calling in from and where you grew up, where you were born, where you went to school. I mean, I know where you went to school, but maybe give us a little bit of the, the early day background so people can get a little bit of your vibe that I already have. Sure. Yeah. So I grew up in Los Angeles in the San Fernando Valley. So Valley Girl. Um, and I actually grew up in the real estate world. So um, my family business is a real estate brokerage. They focus in probate and trust real estate. So I'm very fortunate. Um, I've always had my dad as my mentor. He's someone who is always really invested in making sure I understood the entrepreneurial spirit and the real estate world. So even as a teenager, my world growing up was hosting open houses, doing office work, whether or not that was legal, that's another discussion, but that was that was how I grew up and got my toe in the business. And um, I've always loved the industry and just admired the entrepreneurs and people in the real estate business. Um, you know, there's a lot of risk, a lot of reward and hustle in it. Um, and throughout my young adulthood, I flew from the nest, you know, the family business. And I worked at various commercial real estate brokerages, um, some real estate startups, and I was always in sales. So I've been a licensed broker almost 10 years now. I've cold called thousands of people. That's how I cut my teeth and, you know, really learned the business, talking to landlords or people looking to buy and sell. And um, I went to UCLA. That's actually where I met my co-founder and my whole team. So go Bruins. And when I graduated, I actually got my first, you know, big girl check. I closed the sale and, you know, graduation came and I knew I could either go straight into the workforce or I could take a one-way ticket and backpack around the world. So um, that's exactly what I did. Blew my first check on traveling, one-way <laughs> ticket, made it across 30 countries, 
But along the way, you can imagine all the tourist spots and hostels and museums add up. So I ran out of money and I had to find work abroad. So I actually went and knocked on doors at different hostels, ecotourism, glamping spots. And I said, hey, I have a college degree. I can write content for you. I speak English. And I'm so grateful that somehow they decided to bring me on and I was able to work in Tel Aviv, in Croatia, um, all over and met so many amazing people along the way, which is what really inspired me and ultimately piqued my interest in the hospitality industry and, you know, meeting that with real estate. There's so much to unpack there that I didn't even know about going into this, that you traveled to 30 countries is amazing. Israel being the highlight as an Israeli American. And just so you know, I also grew up in a family business coming up in sales so I can relate to you. And I would never challenge my dad the same way you wouldn't. So I totally understand what you said. And I love that that big girl check led you to glamping and hospitality experiences. I'm sure that that inspired some of the into the box concept that that we're going to get into um, in, a, in a few minutes. Um, do you want to maybe mention before I just pass through the, that 30 country thing, since most people have never even left the U.S., do you want to talk, maybe give me a highlight or two about traveling abroad, maybe a life lesson, maybe a funny moment when you were abroad, maybe a person that you met in a hostel, something that just like, pings in your head, uh, because I think that's a fantasy everybody wants to do is one day have some money to travel. And you had that big girl check to do that. Yeah, I, again, very grateful and fortunate that I was able to do that. And um, yeah, I would just say that travel, what it taught me is that it's about the people and not the places. So everywhere I met, or I'm sorry, everywhere I went, I met someone that I felt like, you know, was family to me. And ever since I even got back this was years ago, but I still have people who maybe I spent a week with, you know, we were at a hostel and I met them in the common area and we went out and did some tours together. These are people who still come and visit me today in Los Angeles. I always feel like I have a home where they are. So across all the different continents, I feel like, you know, I have someone with open arms willing to bring me in and that's all I can ask for. There's so many beautiful places around the world, but it's the people who really made it special for me. And I hope that they always feel as welcomed here in LA as they've made me feel. So um, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know where to start, Yoni. I could, we could take over this whole podcast talking about backpacking. No, no, no worries. I just, um, I'm jealous of you. So I wanted to ask and maybe, you know, draw some inspiration for one day. So that's, it's really cool. That, and the reason why I'm asking is, People that are doing interesting things have had interesting experiences that have led to those ideas. And Into the Box is a very unique concept. For myself, I almost built a shipping container home inspired by a, um, a, a property that I saw in Columbus, Ohio, which is my home state. I almost did that, but in Tennessee, they wouldn't allow it. So when I met you, I was very excited to learn about your business. So I guess, tell me about Into the Box. How did it happen? Where did the idea come from? you know, tell me how you, your relationship with your co-founder just sort of sp spilled to us how you add that aha moment and how you got here today. And obviously through HostCon and now we're here on the pod. Yeah. So um, a little over a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, it was a peak COVID time and I was catching up with my good friend, Chris Wardco, um, who is a fellow Bruin and 
we were always good friends in college. And I set up a FaceTime call with him to just check in. And he had told me, you know, he finished law school and now he had converted a shuttle bus into a tiny home on wheels. So he was going around being an attorney from all the national parks. I mean, this guy like had it made, but he put his heart and soul into building this incredible bus. He called it the funky bus. And he went all over the country and it was such a special build. And I was incredibly inspired when we were catching up. And I was telling him about how I had just bought my first home in Los Angeles to house hack and Airbnb and how, how I was taking, you know, my travels and my experience going through different kinds of um, hostels, hotels, whatever it may be, and drawing that inspiration into my home to create a cool community and an incredible stay. So we were collaborating, putting our heads together in between his mobile home, you know, his house on wheels and my Airbnb in LA. We thought we loved the idea of creating um, a product where it could be moved easily and airbnb in incredible locations. First of all, the Funky Bus is such a good name. Is that, yeah. where, where is the Funky Bus now? That's so crazy. I think it's in Brooklyn. <laughs> I think it's wow. somewhere, somewhere cooler than wherever both of us are sitting. That's amazing. That's like a whole zoning conversation in itself that I don't even want to think about, but I'm sure well, that's that why Chris is great. He has the real estate attorney hat. I don't have to think about zoning. I'm, I'm the dumb one on the team. I don't he think that. That, that that's, that's, that's super cool. So um, I guess why let's get into shipping container homes for those that are not listening that have not seen shipping container homes and how beautiful and gorgeous and cost efficient they can be. Uh, maybe talk a little bit about, give them the little one and what you do a little bit differently than the traditional, just regular container. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you said it yourself, Yoni, you can build a shipping container home at an affordable price. Ours are starting at 99K and you can customize them to have all the furnishings and comforts of home and shipping containers are literally meant to be shipped. So our company has really leaned into that and tried to keep this something that's accessible to people who want to enter the short-term rental space. Maybe they have a piece of land or are aspiring to be in the hospitality industry or are interested in land and need a team behind them that can help them launch their own glamping experience with an Into the Box. So I want to I want to go deep deep on a couple of things you just mentioned. So for people that are into real estate, you will know that 90, 99,000 you said is the starting yeah. point is a lot cheaper than a home in Los Angeles, which is where you're from and I'm sure that that's part of the reason that it gave you the aha moment where a, a like a cheap house in LA is a million dollars. So <laughs> You can buy land for twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars and put a shipping container home on it. So if somebody gets an into the box uh, shipping container home at the cheapest ninety nine thousand dollar price point that you offer, and I'm sure there's different kits that are above that, I'm going to assume. What are they getting? Is that a landed cost to their land? Is that is that equipped with you you know pizza pieces of furniture or anything else that they they might need in the in the future. Just want to give everybody a cost expectation because it is a lot cheaper than just buying a home in a major market. Absolutely. 
Yeah. So like you mentioned, Yoni, this is a, a base model. So think about buying a car. You know, there's different trims and packages that we can tailor and customize for our client. And we have a, a concierge team. So, you know, Chris, the attorney, Jason Lippy on our team, who's a land developer and licensed manufactured home dealer. Um, we have an engineer, a sustainability director. We basically find out the goals of our client. So what return on investment are you looking for? We, we look at your parcel and your jurisdiction and find out what's feasible and not because I sure don't wanna be reading all the bylaws myself, leave that to the team. And so we sit down with each of you and really talk about what it is you're looking to achieve. That way we can make our best recommendation on packages. You know, Do you wanna go the off-grid package? Do you want to um, have this on a trailer or foundation? What makes sense and what's feasible for your jurisdiction? And the base box does start at 99K and, um, you know, again, we're not going to recommend anything that we don't think will get you the best return or meet your goals. So for people who haven't bought land, what you just said is so important that you will look at the parcel and jurisdiction for the customer. So for the listeners, if you don't know anything about zoning, just try to look up zoning in your county right now. It is probably an old website written in 1995 on an 85-page PDF that you don't want to read with words that you don't understand. So the value that you're providing is incredible. Do you want to talk a little bit about some experiences you've had with customers, maybe some of the reactions they've had to that service on top of giving something that's so cost-effective? Yeah, so it's been a lot of fun um, talking with different people and seeing what their goals are. We've had everyone from someone with land in the Alaskan wilderness to people who have a plot of land in downtown Cedar Rapids, or even, you know, people who have a spot in maybe a mountain town like Big Bear. So there's so many places and opportunities that this can go. And the feedback has always been, wow, I tried to figure this out myself. And I spent hours, like you said, on that, um, ancient website trying to navigate what's feasible, but I couldn't figure it out myself. I've tried as well, which is why we've built a team to be able to streamline and make this accessible to people who have a piece of land or are aspiring to make this happen. Totally. I, I couldn't agree more. As somebody like myself, I own 21 acres in the Smoky Mountains and I had to learn about the zoning. What you are saying, Maya, resonates with me on a on a very deep level. So what you're providing is incredible. There's a lot of memes out there that talk about, oh, when boomers bought homes, it costed 10 cents. And you see what a Miami home costed in 1910 and how affordable it was and how wages have not kept up with the cost of homes. What you have done, which is beautiful, is you found a solution that threads the needle between the real estate values, which have 100x. And then the wages, which have not kept up. So for people in our generation who want to become real estate investors, maybe I'm even a mogul one day, you give them that opportunity and that hope. So I think that what you're doing is really unique and special. And I expect that one day Into the Box will be a company that people talk about on every magazine cover. I really appreciate that. That means a lot, Yoni. We want to be the advocates and the team behind people. So you can make your dreams come true because like I said, it's too hard to do it alone. 
So you you mentioned a couple things in as I was taking notes while you were talking. You talked about an off-grid package. You talked about the Alaskan wilderness. You talked about Big Bear. Are there some themes that Big Box is excited about that maybe you want to tease out? I'm sure you're still working on some concepts, and I don't want you to spoil anything before it's too soon. But is there anything that that you know we're our our audience are short-term rental investors? So it's it seems like that's the niche that you're going for. Yep. Are there some themes that you'd like them to know sure. that you're so, thinking about that you're thinking about so early? So without disclosing too much because I want to keep the excitement and, you know, the the wow factor when it gets released, but we really have worked with every person that is interested in moving forward with one of these on creating a curated design to their particular area and parcel. So we want the we want each of these to be a unique stay. We don't want this to be cookie cutter, but we want everyone to feel like, you know, they get the great quality of into the box. Um, so we've just been working to build these boxes to be a reflection of the environment or the dream and goals of the owner. So I've mentioned Alaskan wilderness. I've put out some Rocky mountains. We make sure these are all very design forward. So no into the box or two boxes are the same. And I'm I'm tailoring a lot of my questions for the, that was beautiful. I'm tailoring a lot of my questions for the rookie investors, for the people that are trying to go from zero to one, because there are more people that are zero to one that are going five to six. So I just want to encourage them that your option is perfect for them to go zero to one. I want to talk a little bit about hotels. When you think about hotels, what comes to mind versus what you're building? What how is how will this this you're selling this? to short-term rental um, investors, that they're going to set it up as an Airbnb. What can they expect their guests to feel versus a maybe there's a hotel down the block or uh, a few miles away? What can, why is this, what is, what makes the experience, and that's why the shipping container home is, it's a unique experience. What makes that so different from a hotel for somebody who's never seen a physical photo of one yet? Because some people might have to go Google a photo of it or stayed in one. I've happened to walk walk in one, so I, I have an idea, but most people haven't. So give somebody that vibe. Yeah. So the people who are coming to us are, you know, they understand that a shipping container is a unique stay and they're tired of the cookie cutter generic hotel stays. Um, our boxes can be in unbeatable locations because they're able to be off-grid, places that hotels couldn't fathom being. So any piece of land that people have we're looking into their jurisdiction and seeing what's feasible there. So you could really have a unique indoor outdoor experience and be immersed in that area or that environment and have these huge panoramic windows and feel like you're really there um, camping. But respectfully, I'm not one. I'm not a big camper. I want more of the comforts of home. Um, I'm not willing to go use the outhouse in the middle of the night. So this makes you able to be in these incredible environments um, but you still have the amenities that you would find back at home. And um, it's truly bringing comfort to any unique location. So I want to, if I was somebody who wanted to buy one of these and I own some land, or maybe I'm going to go buy some land to put one of these on it, what do I have to do to get in touch with you to buy one? And where do you make them? Give us the, give us like, what if somebody wants to walk the factory, check it out? What if they're near your factory? Give us, just give us the breakdown of, of all of that, because that would be a 
guest's next question. I mean, that's definitely my next question because if I wanted to buy one, I would want to know myself. Yeah. So we have um, a wait list on our website, intothebox.net, where you can give us your info, where we'll have the concierge team reach out to you and discuss your goals and what you're looking for. Um, you know, we want to under promise and over deliver. So really, because we are such a new company, we're looking for a select few first end users because we are highly invested in the success of our company and want this to be successful. We want our end user and clients to be successful and have an in incredible one of a kind unit. So I please encourage anyone who's interested to go to intothebox.net and um, fill out the information form so that we can get in touch and see if it's a good fit for both of us to do a build together. Um, and right now our fabrication site and partner is in Joshua Tree, California. So woo, we're out in the desert, but we're also partnering with regional fabricators around the country. But um, Yoni, I think I mentioned this to you. We're having a launch party. We're going to um, discuss a date in a couple of days or release the date. And we're inviting the short-term rental community or people, whether you have are going zero to one or you have those five to six units, we'd love for everyone to come walk through our box and also get to meet like-minded people. I'm very excited about that event because I think this business will be very powerful for people. I'm going to ask one question. And by the way, I'm going to be at that event. I'm going to, you know, and I'm very excited about it because you're solving the millennial Gen Z problem that is that was caused by previous generations is things are not affordable and not only is this affordable but it's unique so i i'm 100 percent behind you what if i was just thinking about this what if somebody's not a short-term rental investor but he kind of wants one how yeah. does that work? absolutely i mean we're here to help you reach your goals that's what makes our company different um, of course, you know, we found that working with Airbnb or aspiring people in the hospitality industry, they're looking at return on investment. But if you want one as your own uh, vacation home or maybe even an ADU on a piece of land, that's certainly something that we're able to deliver on. That's 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 amazing. Um, that that's fantastic. Is there anything else you want to tell us about? the units themselves, or you think that we co we covered everything about the themes? I think that I would love for our listeners to follow us, our, our journey as we start to launch these across the country and see what we're building. Um, we're at Into the Box Official and really take a look at some of our photos, what's going on, and, and that way we can collaborate and make something truly special if someone is an aspiring airbnb -er or an existing owner. Yeah, yeah. So I expect this to be a very big success. And I'm sure that you will be going international one day and that the expansion plans are in your head already. Because if it's a problem in the United States, I'm sure it's a problem everywhere. So please, everybody in Southern California who is a short-term rental investor, pull up to the event in Joshua Tree, when you release the details, um, if they are able to come. And because I think this is going to be very, very disruptive. Um, Likewise, Uni, I, I think you need to be there and launch Fetch It and show everyone what you've been up to because I'm incredibly inspired. And, you know, we, we serve and help the same people. 
Yeah, yeah. We will definitely be repping Fetch It out there and be helping people maybe getting some land as well. So that'll be cool. Um, that'll be how we link up. So I just want to thank you so much, Maya, for coming on the pod. This was incredibly eye-opening for me. I learned a lot. I have um, I'm about uh, I have not visited that many countries, so I know it's on my list one day. Um, when the Fetch It story is over, or maybe when I take a pause, I got to go visit Croatia and some of these other places that you've been. Uh, you're engaging, you're smart, and you're innovative, and we're blessed to have you. And short-term rental investors are very lucky to have you because they're going to be able to scale much quicker. So I want to just say thank you so much for coming on the pod. It meant the world to me and I'm sure to our listeners. Thank you. I'm so grateful to be here and I appreciate it, Yoni. And um, I know we'll be putting our heads together more and working together. So thanks for having me. Thank you. All right. Thanks for listening to Airbnb Hacks. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and share with someone you know looking to get started in short-term rentals. In the meantime, keep up with the show on Twitter and Instagram at Yonatan Waxman. Until next time.